Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. It's Wednesday, so it's time for your listener questions. And Scott joins me, and we have a great time talking Disney because we get a lot of fun questions all over the Disney universe, including a question about the difference in the medals between a virtual run Disney event and an in-person event. So we talk about that. We're looking for a, an experience, a dining experience that would be comparable to California Grill at Walt Disney World, but out at Disneyland. We talk about that. We also uh, address a splurge for a family of three, two adults and a child that is seven. They save some money on their vacation package, but they want to put it back in and maybe have a little more magic on their Disney trip. So we give some thoughts for that. They're already doing droids and lightsabers, so that was out. But we have some ideas on that. We also help a guest plan a very last-minute trip they just booked for next week. How can they maximize their uh, fun on that? And also, we talk about harmonious and enchantment going away, happily ever after, coming back. How do we feel about that? And much more on today's show. Don't forget, today's podcast is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan a magical vacation at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You carry the show. You make this all possible. I can't thank you enough for that. And our patrons get a bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2264 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week. Thanks so much for downloading the show and spending some time with us. We're going to spend about the next 35 to 40 minutes talking random Disney topics because, of course, Wednesdays we tackle your listener questions. The inbox is full. We have folks in the live chat here on Facebook and YouTube, so who knows where we're going to go today. We're going to talk some Run Disney. I know that's the first question of the day, and to do that, my brother that runs all the races with me, well, at least most of them, Scotty G up in the mitten. What's up, Scott? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Mike. Um, if you're listening to this on the feed um, and you're sailing with us on the podcast cruise, I hope you made that final payment Yeah, me <laughs> because too. we are past that deadline now. Yes, because if you didn't, you're not sailing with us because <laughs> that ship is <laughs> it's full. as simple as that. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Um, so how are things this week? We've had some pretty decent weather down here in Missouri. I mean, it's almost a touch of summer with that 80 degree weather, thunderstorms, uh, things like that. Are things starting to turn up your way up north? It's kind of turning, but it's a uh, it's. I mean, we are off to a very wet April. Like we've had thunderstorms, lots of rain already, but uh, the temps haven't been too bad, but you haven't been able to enjoy outside too much because of the overcast and the rain. But I'm hoping for Easter weekend coming up that, uh, that the weather will be a little bit better. I'm hoping the golf, which would be nice. This time last year, Mike, I had already golfed like three or four times. It's killing me. I've not gotten out yet. Yeah. I saw that, you know, a few weeks back you were killing me because, and it, I know you went out with your brother. Not not me, the, your real brother, not, yeah. not your brother from another mother, but yeah. your brother, Bob. And uh, you were like walking a course that I believe is no longer a course yes. and kind of reminiscing over this was where I had my first birdie and this kind of yeah. thing. I thought that was very cool to, to be able to go back and kind of have a nostalgic walk through a place yeah. that, that was special to you. 
it was super cool. So as um, my brother is six and a half years older than me. So summer vacations, once he started driving, were like a lot of fun because like I just hung out with my older brother and we'd like he would he could drive. So we'd, we would golf all the time and we would golf cheaply at this one course, which is the one we went to the Players Club. And it was cool. Like it was where he played his first round. It's where I had my first birdie. But the course closed like 15 to 20 years ago and they've turned it into like a walking trail kind of now. And it was just cool. Like like you said, we were just reminiscing. Like, you can't picture out all the holes, but most of them you can. And there's the last hole, like, runs parallel to, like, one of our big freeways here in Lansing. And I've hit – I must have hit so many balls <laughs> in that freeway. And it was just kind of funny to, like, like just see that again. It was super cool. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited to finally golf. Like, hopefully it will happen soon because it's April 3rd or 5th or whatever day. I don't even know what day it is, but – I should be out there golfing and hopefully that will happen soon. Well, the master starts tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know. And that's normally like what gets you triggered, right? Like, <laughs> like you see the beautiful Augusta greens and Ray's Creek and all like those amazing sights of Augusta. And that it's funny. Like then all of a sudden like that weekend, you see so many people out yeah. on the golf course. Cause they're just like in the mood for it. So hopefully, yep. hopefully that'll be me. A tradition like no other, the master. It is, I mean, I know we talked about this on the live show too, like because I was telling uh, Mike, the our our friend from North Carolina, there, like he's got that cabana at the Polynesian. Man, you just put that on in the background, like because Jim Nance will put you to sleep. Oh like, yeah, he totally. He, 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 but I was thinking about this after the show. He needs to bring like a pimento cheese sandwich or something. You know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? Like one of those standards they have down there. I've never been at Disney. But... It would cost you like nine bucks, but at the Masters, it's a buck fifty. Is it really <laughs> cheap there? I didn't know. Oh my. I've never seen like the oh the concession prices at uh -uh. the Masters are unbelievable. I thought it'd be low. just as expensive. No, I figured it'd be oh no, like, like sodas are like fifty cents. Really, like sandwiches are like less than two dollars. It's Holy unbelievable. Cow. I had no idea. Yeah. Well, he needs to go over to the Grand Floridian. They probably have a pimento cheese sandwich that day and yeah. hook it up. Anyway, let's get to the questions. Let's, uh, you know, we always have our five minutes of sports over line, and there it was. There it's gone. All right, Sean, speaking of the mitten, he's up in the mitten. He has a question for you. I think this is perfect for you, Scott. Hey, BOGP crew, quick question regarding virtual run Disney events. I'm a huge Chippendale fan, and I see the Marathon 10K medal is Chippendale themed. I can't make it down there in January, but could do the virtual 10K. Will the virtual medal be the same as the one shown on the website for the regular 10K? Thanks a ton, Sean in the mitten. So how do, how do those medals work in the virtual? Because I've never done a virtual. Yeah, so good news for Sean. It is the it is the exact medal. The only difference would be the lanyard. Um, so when you do the virtual one, so say like I did the last year, I did the virtual wine and dine. So like the half marathon was Joe Gardner. So the same like face of the medal was the same, except my lanyard, my lanyard just said, virtual wine and dine 2022 so that's the only real difference but like and which is cool like i like the landers they're, they're kind of cool like i know mm -hmm. our perfect runners our friends are perfect in races like they have a special lander for theirs yeah. too they'll say like perfect shout on out it. shout out mr allen out in the west coast and mr allen whew, he te he likes to tease us with all his perfect he merchandise does. it's like, so cool it, it's i just like fun, though. i just like the ah uh... <laughs> i know it's so awesome to see but yeah, so that, I mean, if the base of the metal is like the big thing you're concerned about, then it's going to be exactly the same. It's just the lanyard will be different, which I think is kind of cool because then it just, mm -hmm. you'll look, look at it on the rack like, oh yeah, that's the one I did virtually because it says virtual on it. So super cool. Because my school district wouldn't let me off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my work Sometimes, go. Or it's just like, man, I don't want to spend, you know, yeah, that's right. park that's tickets right. in a room, but I really <laughs> like that. That's what. That's what was me with wine and dine. Like I loved the Coco medal. I love the movie Coco. So I did the 5k and the half virtual basically just to get the medal and not spend a couple grand on no. vacation. 
Hey, practical. That's smart. And uh, also shout out to Rob. He's descending into Orlando right now, tuned in on YouTube. So safe landings and have a good time down at Walt Disney World. Pretty soon you'll be listening to Mayor Buddy Dyer. Yes. I don't know. I don't know my own town's mayor, but I know Orlando. Yeah, I know. Mayor. And I'd much rather hear him. <laughs> I don't even know who our mayor. I know I've seen him on TV every once in a while. Yeah, exactly right. Okay. Next question is from Tish. Hey, Mike and be your GP crew. I just realized my family and I'll be at Saratoga Springs on May 6th, the Kentucky Derby. Not that we're huge fans of horse racing, but I thought there might be some fun activities at Saratoga since they're all about all things horse. We plan, uh, we're planning a day at the resort on the six swimming snacks, maybe the Springs. Do you know of any fun activities or happenings on Derby day in previous years, especially at Saratoga or the Springs? Thanks in advance. Tish. I thought this was, this is a good one for you too. I mean, it's, um, you know, tangentially, uh, um, gambling and, and horse, we, we've bet on horses at Old Key West and they were like in South Africa or something on, on your yeah. phone. It was crazy. Yeah. We have done some, um, some <laughs> horse betting at Olivia's uh, yeah. actually right down the road from Saratoga there. So I don't know specifically Trish, if they do anything for the Derby, but I will say Saratoga has a really good like activities group um you know where like for like run disney weekends for for instance they're like always doing like fun things like get you psyched up so i i know like they're managed really well so they might have a fun little thing for the derby but i would say if you're hanging out at the resort definitely go to the grandstand pool if it's open uh because you'll hear like, like do, 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 you know like how they start the yep. races like they'll play that like in the grandstand theme you get a really big horse theme there and uh if you're if you like to partake in it um like an adult beverage maybe get a mint julep or something from the mm -hmm. bar there at the turf club that's kind of very themed to the derby but uh yeah i, I don't know if they're going to be something specific there i do miss something they used to do mike remember like when the resorts would have this is before covid started the like the fun runs yes at those the resorts were, and those were really getting like really catching momentum right as covid hit yeah. like people were I, it, it was just special right i mean I, I think it was a very small group of people that even knew about them but the people that knew about them were like this is so cool this is oh a my god thing. they're so cool i've done like three or four of them and saratoga was one that i did and it was cool because you got like a it was a small little metal and it had like a horseshoe on it or right. something. It was like very horse themed. It was so cool. Like, oh, I wish they would bring those back. Yeah. And maybe they, I mean, they're, they are bringing things back slowly, but so, and it, I, I like though that these, I don't know even what you call them. The staff at these certain resorts really seem to program their activities. Uh, you know, really what we, we've mentioned French quarter. They're one of the more oh, outstanding resorts the that, yeah. you know, Mardi Gras comes in and they do it right. You know, they give out beads, they, have photo ops, you know, and there's a, there's a few other resorts that do it more than others. And it's just, I, I'd really like to know the mechanics of that. Like, does each resort get a certain allotment yeah. for the year and you get a, you know, to spend it, you know, kind of a slush fund. This is, you know, your, this, this is promotional for just your resort. Spend it how you wish. I, I, that's fine. But here's what I would do for Tish. Tish, you got to wear a big hat on May 6th. Everywhere you go around, yeah. even if you're in the pool, boom, fancy big hat all day, yeah. selfies with it. And then, you know, at like four o'clock, I don't know, the horse race, like four or five. It, if they don't do this, the, the thing, you need to bring a trumpet and just do, 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 yeah. do, 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 bring your own trumpet. Bring well, you'll blow her at the grandstand pool. Exactly. And, and I, I would say just go to the turf club. Um, like their, their little lounge area. I bet you they have like a cocktail on special or they might be doing something special there too. They have to. And the activity center. I think a lot of people overlook, at, especially at Oki West and Saratoga, like you don't have to necessarily be a DVC member to do those offerings. Now, some things might be free for DVC members or discounted, but um, 
usually the case is like those are open for all guests of Saratoga. So hop over into the like the the community center, see if they're doing anything special that day. Those are super cool. They're almost you don't want to say it too much. Like this I know is, this I don't because I spend because they're cool. Yeah, I you, spend my family spends so much time, especially <laughs> at Saratoga, because we normally do a one bedroom villa that has a refrigerator. So the first thing we do, we go there. They have these like coloring magnets. We sit there, we color magnets. We check into our room. We put them on display on the refrigerator. So we have our art. Like it's, we spend so much time there in Saratoga. It's so I do, much fun. I remember one day during COVID, you guys were down at Saratoga. Like you spent the whole day at the activity. Like you're playing, you're yeah. winning trivia. You're playing bingo. So I, was the turf club. I was, we, yeah, I was working that day and you were just like killing it. Like I was like, are you going to do anything except go to the community center? All because you were just like, yeah. wait, you had all kinds of prizes. You kept texting yeah. me. You're like, yeah, arts and crafts and prizes. So we like, won. <laughs> We dominated the trivia, which they were giving away like a Surrey, Surrey bike rentals. Here's your tie-dye shirt package. Here's your make a, make you a this mug thing. Like we did it all. It was awesome. It was cool. All right. Next question. Good question, Tish. Thank you so much and enjoy the derby. Uh, our good friend Len, uh, Sparty up uh, out in Maryland says on our last, on our last Disney world trip, we couldn't believe how good the food and experience at California grill was. We plan on going to Disneyland early in 2024. Is there a similar restaurant in Disneyland that is comparable to California Grill? Hmm. Would it be Steakhouse 55? Or would it be, uh, is there uh, something I over wish, at Grand Steakhouse yeah. 55 is no longer there, though. Napa Rose is what you're saying. Napa Rose, okay. But there, no, I swear, isn't Steakhouse 55 in the Disneyland Hotel? Yeah. Dude, I could have swore I walked right past it and it was open. Was it okay? Because it was maybe I I, I don't need fancy, but, it, COVID, but it was right uh, so under where, where we I, had one of our events. It was right next yeah. to Goofy's Kitchen. Okay, yeah, it is right next to Goofy's Kitchen. Dude, so like the sign was on. I there were people in there. Okay. I'm telling you, I, I think maybe, okay. We'll maybe. have to look. We'll have, we'll have to do some research on that because maybe I'm that wrong. Was the first place, that was maybe the first place I went to at Disneyland Hotel. So it was the first time I ever packed a suit for a vacation because it was Elizabeth's thirtieth birthday that night, and I got her like these diamond earrings. So like with when the and I had like a pre-order dessert and all this stuff like so it was just a, it was just a cool night and I just remember like walking around the Disneyland hotel like in a suit and like felt felt all fancy and stuff it was awesome. Well, but Steakhouse bad, everybody, everybody, is fantastic. Everybody says it's close in the live chat. Yeah, so I, my I bad. think it is close. But I'm yeah. telling you, I walked right by it and I swore people were in there. But yeah, it could have been just people at Goofies. There were kids running around and I was yeah. running late for an event. So that's probably it helped Len out though. Napa Rose for sure at the Grand <laughs> Californian is solid and i would throw in carthay circle too at uh disney california adventure and they have a great lounge there too i'm very heavy like on the lounges and like making a drink today on the listener questions but if you like a uh, adult beverage the lounge of carthay is really great before your meal and they do an exceptional job there so yeah here's the thing okay so <laughs> I was, I was down out there solo, right? So I was totally fine just eating counter service. And Disneyland has amazing snacks slash counter service options. Like you could go a week and be totally fine just eating at Hungry Bear. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't even get to Hungry Bear. But, I mean, just going to just all the counter service places. Yeah. You know, I, I just went around. And plus with the, with the California um, Food and Wine Festival over at DCA, I ate there like three different meals. You know, I just mm -hmm. went over and snacked and, and had that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah. It was one of those things that I didn't need to sit down, but I did keep checking the app to see if I could get into Blue Bayou, like by happenstance, you know, because sometimes like you just you just happen oh, to yeah. come upon an ADR. I never did. That was Especially the one place one I person. I know, I know. That's what I was thinking. Like if I could just get, I never did. That was the one place I would have. Um, but 
Yeah, that that place is so cool. I I took a picture as I rode by on Pirates. That's as close as I got. That was one of my last. That was my last ride at Disneyland on that trip, and that's probably one, well, my last picture was the firehouse in Walt's apartment. But um, yeah, I took a took a long shot of Blue Bayou and said, "Oh, wish I could have a Monte Cristo." Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I know Friday's episode is gonna be very interestingly <laughs> focused because you were just there. But to your point, though, and I know Len's looking for that California Grill esque meal and. It's, it's harder to find those at Disneyland, I feel like, because like the counter service is really great. And it's just there's less signature dining. But um, even at the non like signature places, like I love like Carnation Cafe, like where we had a that's had a another place. I, was, I did yeah. try to get that one, too, because that was so perfect. Like you had the rose on the table. You're eating outside. You're on Main Street, USA. Yeah, uh, yeah that mm-hmm. was the other one I was looking for. And so I never so there's that. a lot of good table yeah. service that's out there, but it's not necessarily at that crowd California grill level. So I think the two that we gave you um, will be what you're looking for. Most likely Napa Rose because it has like the resort feel like that you would have at California Grill. All right. And I saw that I mean, it came out in April 1st. So I, but I think it is true in downtown Disney, that Catal, that, that restaurant that's right in the oh, dead center of downtown Disney's closing. They're going to replace it with something. Really? Yeah. And maybe it was an April fool's joke. I don't uh, know. Cause it could be true that, cause I don't think anyone like goes there very often. I don't know many people that have visited there. Like I know I haven't been there, but I mean, the, the article looked legit. Now again, it was, uh, it was uh, I hate April. No one should ever share social. information. I know on that's the whole thing. Like it looked legit. So I don't know if it's true. I think cause Mallory comes home and she's like, can you believe the battle Hawks are moving to LA, which is our XFL team, which is like everybody in St. Louis is kind of crazy for, cause we just want to support yeah. them to stick it to the NFL. And yeah. she's like, the battle, I'm like, Mallory, it's April 1st. They're not moving to LA. And then I'm probably getting got by this Catal thing. But it's that restaurant that's unique. It has a seating right in the dead yep. center, which is like, yeah, really, like I'm, I'm intrigued. I've never eaten there, but it, I'm intrigued by it. But it said it was going to be replaced by a Mexican restaurant. So I okay, like, rock on. Side note, though, love, Mallory is like the easiest to get. Like the years I've known her. And she should know better like with you as her father. Like, yeah, she totally, should not yeah. like believe anything. I told her, I was like, you can't believe anything till tomorrow. Knock it yeah. off. And yeah. It's all, okay. Next question is from Ryan. Now, this one's important because he is he, he needs us right here. And he, this came in 20 hours ago. Hey, everyone. My family, three adults, has booked a Walt Disney World trip for next week. We're going to stay at Pop Century from April 11th to the 14th and need some planning tips. This is our first time going back to Disney since COVID, and we're quickly planning. We have two park hopper tickets for the 12th and the 13th. Our goal is to hit all four parks. Our favorites being Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom. Any ideas on the best order to visit the parks? As of right now, we're thinking Animal Kingdom for the morning of the 12th and then headed over to Epcot. Then on the 13th, going from the Magic Kingdom to the studios... And back to the Magic Kingdom for fireworks. Is it a bad idea to have so little time in the studios? The only two things we truly want to see in the studios are the new additions from 2019 to 23. Thanks for the help, Ryan. So they're going to be busy, and this is totally doable. Um, I imagine he's got his theme park reservations. That's the first thing you got to have in place. Um, you can hop after, I'm almost at 11, West Coast, uh, too. Um, but so the only thing would you go to animal kingdom first i guess you could if you really want to knock out a lot of stuff and that's his favorite park yeah i mean i like to go to animal kingdom first because they open first so if you want to maximize your amount of time um if you're going to go hard all day animal kingdom is a good option to go first because they open the the earliest one question I, i wish he was here to ask is like how important is guardians of the galaxy because if you want to do that you got to do the virtual queue which you have to have the park reservation for early to do um, 
but you might be able to buy an individual lightning lane for that and then hop over. So that could be an option too. But I almost feel like you want to book Epcot as one of your reservations to get. But um, I would avoid doing an Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom on the same day though, because they said that's their favorite. So I wouldn't want to like double up on your favorites in one day, like have Animal Kingdom mm-hmm. one day because that's one of your favorites and the other day do Magic Kingdom. I would like to end Magic Kingdom though as the park you hop to because I love Magic Kingdom at night. We have thoughts here from the uh, chat. Um, Allison says, you know, use individual lightning lanes, which again, when you have a short trip like this, especially last minute, you're just trying to get as much in as you can and, you know, 72 hours or 96 hours, whatever you have, you know, you've already invested a lot of money, you know, just get, get those experiences. Like Scott said, you want to do rise of the resistance, just, just buck up. Everybody yeah. pay for it. You know, cosmic rewind. Dude, I got to make, I got to admit something. I can't believe this. You, you want to hear it? I never thought I'd do it. You're about to play the sad trombone, I feel like. I am. Dude, I I bought an individual lightning lane. It hurt. I bought one. (laughs) For Radiator Springs? Yes. Because that line was so long. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, I I am so against buying one of those things. But I was like, I love this ride. And how often are you at Disneyland? See, That's what I said. That's exactly what I said. It's either this or I'm not doing it. Yeah, it's either this or I'm going to miss. And seriously, when I walked off, it it was $18. And when I walked off, like, cause it was a, I think it was like a 120 minute wait and there's single rider there. So I could have took the, took the chance with that. And I, so probably wouldn't have waited that long, but I mean, I got on in 10 minutes. It, the, the, it did go fast. I know lightning lane doesn't always go that fast, but it did. Like I was, I got really quick up onto the ride. And so when I walked off, I, I guessed I saved about 90 minutes and yeah. that in that 90 minutes, I'd already had all my food at the food and wine festival and was already back over at Disneyland. So, I mean, was 18 bucks worth that? Probably. But it still yeah, it killed me to make that buy. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I did that last summer with the girls. Like, we bought three of them. <laughs> so we, <laughs> we spent 55 bucks to ride it. But you know what? That was still worth it because <laughs> it's so good. It is so good. Oh, it is so good. I, the whole time I was riding that, I was like, this ride is the best. <laughs> it's so fun. Because you got to look over and you know, what's up? You're, yep. you're about to go down. I love the music at <laughs> how it starts like doom doom. Yeah, doom, when you go through radio. And then yeah, you see the waterfall. Oh, oh man. I know. It's I wish dumb. I was there right now. Oh man. Yes. And also, but I know. Also, so man. we didn't really answer his oh, question. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different combinations you can do. And there's good uh Len even talked about doing the studios and Epcot on the same day because it's easy transportation between the two. Mm-hmm. I like that idea as well. I agree. I, agree. I would just it, with that combination, no, I would do Epcot last. Um and we didn't talk about Genie Plus. I would have Genie Plus stack them, like Allison's also saying in the live chat, stack them uh, for uh, stack those HWS. I don't know what HWS stands for. World Showcase? No? Hollywood Studios, maybe? Hollywood Studios. Yep, that's probably what it is. Let's go DHS on that, Allison, so you don't confuse me in future posts because I can't take any more acronyms that I can't figure out. No, that's a good idea because that's what I was doing too at Disneyland. I was stacking Genie Plus and it was rocking because the thing is, well, this was true of Disneyland. I think it's true of Walt Disney World. They've updated the app now. So at the very top, it tells you when your next, what time you can make your next lightning lane, even if you have one booked. It'll say your next lightning, like it'll say now or it'll say like, you know, 11, 12. And you can book it, which is really nice. Okay. Speaking of like updates, um, kind of off topic here, but I was looking at a menu the other day. This is after the 50th celebration ended. And it just threw me off going to the website, Mike, 
because I'm sure you felt the same way as a travel agent. You're always on there, like not seeing the iridescent like colors it's anymore. I was like, am I on the wrong? Am I on the wrong website? But, I know it's like yeah. uh, it's like uh, Kansas City Royals blue, like on the bottom. It is. I kind of like it though. <laughs> I do like, too. I do too. I mean, I like the iridescent when it came out, but like 18 months, like I need something kind of fresh. So it was nice to see something different. Did you see that the castle has the 50th thing gone? It's already I saw that. That actually kind of made me sad. I liked I liked that, but I do like it. Yeah, but I mean, you I know, it was yeah. for the 50th, and the yeah. 50th is. I well, well gone. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things like it's great to have a celebration, but it's not very special if it stays around for three years. Like it's got to yeah. be here and it's got to, you know, they have to be finite, which move yeah. on to the. Ne- oh, by the way, that's, you know, Ricky's not here. She'll be here for Friday's show. Did you happen to see that sizzle reel that Disney put out today? You know, you're working, but you know, it's my job. But did you see that real quick sizzle reel that Disney put out today uh, for the um, they had the shareholders call? No, I missed Disney it. 100. Dude, it's one of those things just, you know, one minute thing showing the disney 100 promo okay is it gonna make me cry 100 percent. so i'm gonna say dude it is i will not watch it live on this show i will wait yeah no don't i'm saying i was on the treadmill walking i'm like because it starts off with buzz and woody just like you know looking off like buds and you know then it goes through the parks and you know it has like you know uh children with like you know special needs that are meeting characters this this deaf girl that's meeting tinkerbell and tinkerbell signs out tink and this, you know, this, this kid oh, meets uh, Cinderella and they dance around and this little girl walks by a stormtrooper and just goes, I mean, it's, it, 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 it's why we, it's why I do this podcast, right? It's why you're here, right? It's why we have the show together. Yeah. You know, you, me, Ricky and Pam, we get to take these questions. Why you guys listen, right? It's these moments and they captured these moments. I mean, they have a lot of the animation, the movies and stuff and the Mandalorian and all the live action. They probably had a killer like score, like soundtrack. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. So, and it, the it, the very last word is um, like always. Okay, because you know it said something like you, you got to watch it, you got to grab it. But the whole thing was like the I forget how it ended, but it ended with like a an image of Mickey shaking hands with Walt. It starts off with Walt talking to all that come yeah. to this happy place, welcome. So uh, immediately, dude, I'm just like, oh. And shows Disneyland, the train coming by. I'm like, oh, it's just there. Oh, I love that place. This is where I want to live. Um, but the very end is like, kind of like the partner statue of like Mickey shaking hands with Walt. But then mm-hmm. it says something like, but the last word is always. But what it is, it's always, it's Obi-Wan Kenobi saying, the force will be with you. But it's him saying, always. always. I'm like, oh my God, that's so good. It was, oh, dude, they nailed it. I'm just saying, as a Disney fan, I watch it again watch it had like a million views it was just put out because i watched yeah. it like five hundred thousand. so there you go anyway back to i'm none of those so thanks for like t- taking my share for me <laughs> i just narrated the whole thing spoiler 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 you've, you've seen it okay next question this one's timely uh run disney springtime surprise first timer hello mike and crew first off i want to say that i've been a listener since i found you in 2016 at that time my wife and i were planning our first disney trip to Walt Disney World with our six-year-old twin boys. Your podcast is always so entertaining and informative that I've been a regular listener ever since. Listening to you talk about Run Disney events has inspired me to give it a try. Don't you love hearing that, Scott? I mean, because everybody that gets out there, they're going to have their story. And you know what? Robert here, he's he's inspiring somebody else. It it just keeps going. It's awesome. Okay, he says, coming up quick is my first ever Run Disney race, the Toy Story 10-Miler. I'm staying at Port Orleans Riverside April 13th to the 18th, and I have a two-day park hopper April 16th and 17th for my picks with my sweet, sweet meal. 
Wait, okay, let's continue. I think it means metal. Metal. Yeah, it does say meal, though. I was like, okay, yeah. dude, I mean, I get it. Like, me and you, we totally get yeah. that. I would take a sweet picture with a sweet meal yeah. after a race. The D is missing there. Okay, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, you know. I, I mean, I take, I take, I, I do combos of the, I take photos of me with my meal and that's metal. right. You and the beignets have, uh, you have, you have an affinity I mean, for those. And he's at Riverside, so he better, like, <laughs> Continue on with my tradition there. <laughs> yeah, probably metal. From my if he research, follows me on Instagram, you'll know. You'll know. Uh, for my research, I know I'll be at the back in one of the last corrals and one of the last groups to start. My question is this. After the race, I plan on going to Animal Kingdom. I think it's the most chill park that I don't need to rush to. And then later, I'm park hopping over to Hollywood Studios. What are the best case and worst case estimates on what time I might arrive to Animal Kingdom that day. During training, my pace is about 11 minutes a mile. By the time I cross the finish line, collect my medal, get on the bus to the resort, take a quick shower, and then hop on the bus to Animal Kingdom, is arriving between 9.30 and 10 at the park a pipe dream. Thanks, Robert is out in Kansas City, Mo. Speaking of the Royals, um, and they're having a rough start, but let's hope they can turn around because I do like Kaufman. Uh, let's say, okay. So I'm trying to think, okay. So the race, I guess the race has started five at the 10 miler. I haven't looked, but usually yeah. five or five 30. I think it's five. I think it's five. I'm not running that race, but I want to say, or five 30. Maybe. I don't know. It's a 10 Man, miler. I, so it might be five 30 cause it's not yeah. a half. So let's say five 30 just to be, so we were conservative on that. Okay. So he runs at 11 minute mile. So he's done. What it's? I would just say two hours because he's going to start a little later. He's going to start later, yeah, because yeah, so. uh, being in the back of the corrals. So let's say he crosses the line at eight. I mean, that's super I was, like I, conservative. So I was taking notes as you were writing that, and I had eight o'clock as my finishing time. That's what I would say ETA. too. Yeah. Okay, so he crosses the line at eight, walks through the nutrition box, the medals, the get your picture with the paddle and your medal kind of situation. Now, st- here's the problem, though. Starting towards the back, the lines for the buses get long at that point. So I'd say you'll probably wait 30 minutes for a bus, wouldn't you say? Possibly. Um, but the good news for him, he's going to have the shortest bus ride. Um, That's this true. is why I love staying at Oakey West and Riverside true. for these race weekends, because where the buses are parked, you pull out, you do a left, you do a left, and boom, you're at your resort. <laughs> it's like the quickest ride ever. So... I would say, you know, finishing at eight, I, I say he's back in the room by like nine, nine o'clock. Yeah. To then start you, showering. So I would say, you know, then you, yeah, you're back at, yeah, I would say the same thing. You're back at Riverside by nine. By the time you take a shower, get on a bus, I, I'd say it's probably an hour to shower, hop your bus and be at Animal Kingdom. So yeah. you're probably at Animal Depends Kingdom. Depends on if you want to get something to eat. You might be a little hungry after that, yeah. you know? So I know me and Mike, we tend to go to the food court. I and, do. Get a but, mobile but order he, going or yeah, here's the deal though. I mean, this is a pro tip. You you mobile order on the bus on the way back after the race. Like so when you're sitting on that motor coach, because you're not on a regular Disney bus, you're on a motor coach, like put your mobile order in. And then if you want, you can either grab it, like take it back to your room, just go through the food court. So probably dra- they, you can get off at the front of the resort where the food court is, or you could just mobile order it like as you're getting in the shower, and then once you get done with your shower, you know, hit just walk down yeah. and hit I'm here and grab your food. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely mobile order to save or time. Take the internal bus and just or get on the get off at French Quarter and get the beignets like I would and then go back to your room over at Riverside. Well that's gonna take a little while though. But I'd say like the worst case scenario, like depending on how long you wanna like 
relax because sometimes me mike like i know you're the same way like i just want to like chill for a little I bit after too. a race too i do too I go back like, to like you're weird you turn the heat up in your room like i, I, do. I don't i, I know <laughs> i don't do that but i like to relax maybe watch a little tv like you know make a couple social media posts or whatever like i kind of take my time but if you're in a hurry to get the animal kingdom then don't don't do what we do but i'd say worst case scenario you're there at 11. Or, yeah, 11 say, for sure 11 depending say. on yeah i'd say 10 o'clock is probably the where he's you're definitely be. yeah he's there between 10 and 11 i would yeah. say for sure yeah 10, but if you're gonna, yeah if you're gonna take your time it's gonna be 11, 11 but if you're yeah. if you're hustling taking your shower you know getting changed and all that then you should be there by 10. Yeah, and enjoy your first run Disney event because they are really cool, but they're really cool the first time. Because, you know, when you've done, you know, 40, 50 of them, you kind of, I mean, just it's a fact of life. You know what to expect. They're still special, but, you know, Riley and, and Pelkey and Chris, I mean, they have the same jokes. You know, they're still funny, but, you know, when you're a first time, they're, they're hilarious. First time, they're a little funnier. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They're not, they're not so much. All right. We have a question here in the live chat from Facebook from BF Fielder. It says Whispering Canyon, family of four with two kids. They're 13 and 10. Can get a reservation for tonight. Do we do it? Is it worth it? I think Whispering Canyon for kids 13 and 10 is perfect. I agree. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. Go for it. Get the, get skillet, right? Or what do you get there? Yeah, because you can order like off the skillet. I mean, you can do like non-skillet items, but I've I've always done the skillet though. And then I always like to ask for lots of ketchup. Yep. Make sure you get ketchup. And a, a refill for your soda too. Bladder buster. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> see, do they still have like outrageous shakes there? Because could you like get like unlimited like shakes? Like... Like you get like a chocolate shake and just get like refills on that, which is kind of outrageous. But yeah, my, why not? My stomach's been hurting today, and you just made it hurt worse thinking about that thing. Oh, and De Deanna here in the live chat, she says thirteen and ten year olds can eat. Go for it. You are hundred. That is, yeah. Hang on. Yes. <laughs> well said. They can. They can. It's fun, and it's just it's chill. Like it's one of those restaurants. It's fun, but it's not stressful. Like it's just you just walk in and have a good time, and the food is just. I think everybody likes the food there. I mean, maybe maybe it's just me because it's just it's my jam. You know, it's not super fancy. It's just good yeah. food. I think kids like that. Okay, next question is from Kate. Good evening, Mike, Pam, Ricky, Scott, and Riley. I have to tell Riley because unlike Ricky. I don't have a dog in my lap when I podcast. My dog is on the other side of the door, but I'll let her know you said, hey, Kate. Uh, my family and I, my husband, myself, and our seven-year-old Benjamin are coming for a two-week break in August from the United Kingdom. And due to having the best travel agent who managed to put, uh, who managed to get us a cheaper rate on our hotel for the last five nights. Thanks, Mike. You're amazing. Thank you. Given that we have budgeted for the full price, we're considering using some of the money we have saved for a splurge. Okay, let me just say, Kate's the typical Disney fan, not taking the savings and putting it in her pocket. Nope, reallocating it. Disney gets it anyway. You're just going to spend it another way. That's exactly what I do, right? I save some money. I'm getting a few more T-shirts. <laughs> I mean, I went out for a media event, but I spent as much as I would on a trip because I came home with a new wardrobe. <laughs> Pam's like, how many shirts did you buy? I was like, um... Uh, next question. Okay. She's going to be like, I didn't realize this was a run Disney event. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> but they get, no, they didn't give them to us because it's not a race. <laughs> she knows. Okay. Uh, Kate continues. We have 14 day park hopper tickets with memory maker already included and already promised the little one, both uh, a droid and lightsaber building. What other splurges would you suggest? Thanks, Kate and Benjamin. Now, before everybody starts emailing me, 
UK guests can get longer tickets. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're in the US, you cannot get something longer than 10 day. So don't come at me. Don't don't at me, bro. You can't. But Kate can because she's over in the UK and that's awesome. Okay, so uh, two things that I would want to do, get a droid, get a lightsaber. I'm still wanting to do both. But what would be a splurge for you? Yeah, it's a bummer she has the 14-day ticket because I was going to say splurge on an after-hours event because those are some of my favorite things to do because um, there's just a different atmosphere, right? Like you you have like the unlimited like candy and like, I mean like the, like the ice creams and things like that. But if they're already doing a 14-day ticket, the, the last thing they probably want to splurge on is more part-time because they're already getting a lot of part-time. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah. So you know what my answer is going to be, Mike, and that's an expensive meal. Like I just love like, uh, like a California grill or narcoozies that just recently yep, opened yep. like this week, like do one of those kind of meals, you know, where you have like a firework viewing. So you kind of make it like a dinner and a show thing. Um, maybe that's something that you normally wouldn't splurge for on a normal vacation, but I think it's totally worth the cost and, uh, something that you'll always remember. It'll be a memorable moment of the trip when you had a meal and fireworks at a really nice place. So Sean says keys to the kingdom, but you can't do that with a seven-year-old because you got to be 14 to do that one. That's good. Good thought though. But here's, here's what I would say. And this is just totally, uh, this is stereotypical, but this is what I'm thinking. You're from the UK. Go over to Fort Wilderness and do one of those wagon rides. Cause that would be like, I mean, I don't know, like people in the UK, do they think of America as like, you know, cowboys and stuff? I mean, I, like if I went to the UK, I'd want to ride in one of those little, you know, cars, beep, 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 you know, you know, like I, I, you know, want to wear like a big tall hat, you know, I'd want to have like the, what I see on TV. So I would do, and those aren't even expensive. They're pretty cheap, but maybe, yeah. you know, just go over and explore or, or hoop-de-doo. I think that'd be fun. Cause you got a seven-year-old, a seven-year-old probably enjoy hoop You like hoop-de-doo probably enjoy that more than like a super fancy, like Narcoosies. I mean, the parents would enjoy it. Kate would. Yeah. I mean, it's complete opposite <laughs> so when you come you know you think about a signature place to the fried chicken of yeah, you, if i was seven though i'd want the chicken in the dancing i don't know it's i know that's, that's a difference but, between you and i We're alike, was, a lot alike but that's the difference Sean was kind of thinking on something i was too where you could like do one of those pontoon like fireworks shows or, or even like a dessert party show um those are kind of fun because i love watching you know happily ever after from the from the theme parks on main street but I like different perspectives of it, which is why mm -hmm. I kind of gave the narcoozies or California That's grill, tip. but watching from the water is super cool it too. Um, and a fun thing to do. No, I a hundred percent agree with that. That's a good perspective. And Allison also says, um, the caring for giants tour. This is a great idea. Actually the uh, caring for giants, which is, I believe the elephants over at uh, animal kingdom, seven-year-olds can do that. So you could do that as a family. I mean, that's something that'd be super special. That I think that's the winning answer right there. That'd be super cool. Caring for giants. <laughs> and then Wade. 14 days. I just want to get a stinking AP. I hear, <laughs> I hear you. All right. And we have our last question of the day. It's from Ella down in Arkansas. A good friend, Ella. She says, I'm excited about the return of happily ever after. What about you guys or y'all? Cause she's in Arkansas. I'm currently thinking of the time Mike fell for a fake post about the return <laughs> of happily ever after on October 2nd, 2021. Well, Ella, we were in the Odyssey. I remember exactly where we were. <laughs> well, I appreciate you calling me out, Ella, because I was just talking about how I'm probably getting getting um, scammed about this Catal uh, restaurant going away at downtown Disney at Disneyland. And now you're reinforcing the fact that I'm gullible like my daughter. So, Scott, you. so here's the thing. I know you're a harmonious fan or were because at this point it is uh, here yeah. and gone. But um, how do you feel? I poured about one out for my after? friend last night. Yeah, yeah. You poured, you poured one out. So, um, but I mean, how do you respond to Ellis' question about happily ever after coming back, enchantment going away? 
I'm very excited for that. So I'm also a wishes guy and I was really like heartbroken. Oh my God. It just killed me when, you know, wishes was going away and happily ever after was, I actually like spoiled myself, which is something I try to rarely do when happily ever after first released, I watched like the live stream on, on the parks blog. I can actually recall we were in our old house. We had it up on the TV and I was like, Oh, why would they, why would they do that? And like, why would they do wishes like that? I was like, like a hostile, <laughs> like, which I shouldn't be. It's just a fireworks show, Scott. Like, come on. Like I've grown up a little bit since then, but, um, but yeah, that, that show like grew, grew on me over time. You know, like I have new memories now, like, you know, there's new people, new friends that we've met that we've seen that show with, you know, like we always like tie like these things to certain memories or a point in time. And I had that with wishes with Emily being young and then happily ever after just was like a new era of my life. And I, you know, I just grew to love that. So seeing it come back makes me really excited. I love that soundtrack. Um, they're going to be some new things too, right? Because it's going to do stuff on Main Street, kind of like, um, like Enchantment did. Enchantment and Disneyland Forever did out of Disneyland. So I'm excited to see what kind of new enhancements there are. It's a great soundtrack. And I think it's just a win for all Disney fans. We know like when the cast members got to see like that preview like a couple weeks ago, like the excitement, they're all like hooting and hollering. Like I think Happily Ever After has a really strong following. And I think this is going to be a big, big win for fans. Yeah, I agree. And we, we have this discussion. If you didn't get to tune in on to the Sunday Night Live call-in show that we did uh, was this past Sunday night, it's going to hit the feed tomorrow. In the first like 15 minutes, we kind of have this discussion about the ending of the 50th anniversary celebration, Harmonious going away, Happily Ever After coming back, Enchantment going away. And we have some theories, so we kind of talk about this topic. But what it is for me, again, I'm with you. Like Wishes was my jam at the, at the, at, uh, the Magic Kingdom because that was kind of what was showing was spectral magic when we first really fell in love with the Disney parks. Like when we first started going as a family, but happily ever after has that for me because that was my second go around. That was Mallory's like show, right? That was when she was little. And so that was cause wishes was gone by that point. So she would sing that in the shower every night, like every night she would get in the shower and you know, take her bath and be always happily ever after playing on the, uh, the echo. And so that kept the trips alive for me, even when we were at home and, you know, in these long stretches between vacations. So to have that back and now that, you know, it's going to be fun because she's not my little girl anymore. I think this is what Disney does so well, right? Is that I still see her as the six-year-old girl that I used to hang out with and, you know, ride big thunder with, and she was so scared and I had to hold her hand, you know, now I'm teaching her to drive. You're doing the same thing. Emily's driving around Lansing and, it'll be cool to stand next to her this summer. And, you know, she's still my little girl, but she's, you know, a young woman at this point, but we'll still have those memories. And it'll be the same when that happily ever after song hits, it'll be, it'll be a little nostalgia for both of us, I think, which I'm excited for. Yeah. It's going to be good. I would like, I would like to see like a permanent replacement come though. I think like they're still trying to figure out what should we do? Like enchantment obviously did not work. And and I know people love it. Like we had a we had a guest on Sunday, right? That like, oh my god, like Enchantment was like my son's mm-hmm. first show. Like, and I get that because that's what you and I were saying. Like, we have that with wishes and other shows too. So, I'm sorry that Enchantment went away for that family because they had a connection there. But I don't think Happily Ever After is going to be it, like forever. Like, I hope to see like a newer show that has more permanency. But I am excited to see it come back because it is it is an awesome show. It really is good. It is. I wonder though, like that's a good question. Like, are they looking at happily ever after is the, is the show? I mean, cause it's getting such positive, you know, yeah. feedback immediately that it's coming back. But I mean, will it have that staying power? Will it have that um, a year from now? Will people be as excited? 
I don't know. We'll, we shall see. We will see. All right. Well, hey, we'll be back again on Friday with uh, some thoughts on Disneyland and the Disney 100 celebrations going on out at the uh, the Disneyland Resort, both Disney's California Adventure and the Disneyland Park and the resorts and the restaurants and all the good stuff. I'll talk about rowing a canoe with a bunch of Dodgers fans. That was that was fun, especially when I had all my Cardinal gear on on opening day. But we're going to have a good time talking about my quick trip report. Scott's been there many times. So we're going to have a great time talking Disneyland and Disney 100 on Friday's show. Remember, if you have any questions for next Wednesday's podcast, you can email those to me at Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Just put listener question in the header. We'll get those right in the right place. You can also join us around 545 Eastern on Facebook and YouTube and ask your question right away and just kind of hang out for the fun. We have a good time with our live chatters on Facebook and YouTube. Our show is always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. You can check out all the details over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a huge thank you to the patrons of the show. You guys make all these podcasts possible. And our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you. Coming over this week, patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give Scott a follow on social media at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at be our guest Mike. We'd love to talk to you this week as well. And join us this Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, for the BOGP open line where you can be a part of the show. Call in. Let's talk. Let's talk some Disney. What's on your mind? All right, we'll be back again on Friday. Of course, tomorrow you get the replay of the uh, Colin show, so enjoy that. But uh, Friday, headed to Disneyland. So for Scott, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Wednesday. Enjoy the day, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.